0: TMJ4's Charles Benson is their chief political reporter. He anchors the news. He is with us live this afternoon. Charles, thank you so much. Good afternoon, John. I want to start by asking you about the U.S. Speaker situation. This is really, I mean, two weeks ago McCarthy was ousted. Now Jim Jordan says he's going to try to run for a third time. It seems there's opposition locked in. If someone for for another country came to Charles Benson and said, I've read these headlines. What is going on? How would you explain where we are In this situation with the U.S. speaker?
1: Well, simply in a chaotic, messy situation, and it's all within the Republican Party to try to find a leader. Uh, All of this starting a couple of weeks ago when really eight members of the majority, uh, because the Republicans have the majority in the House, eight members uh, decided that they did not want Kevin McCarthy anymore. And since then, there's been this feud, this uh, fight, this inability to try to find who can lead uh, the Republicans in the House. And while all of that is happening, there is this international crisis going on, not only between Israel and Hamas, but also with Ukraine and a lot of issues around the border and then talk about economic issues. And nothing, nothing is getting done inside the House because they're paralyzed at this moment. Today, we thought there was going to be another vote for Jim Jordan. He's lost two votes. Uh, and then there was some movement here to maybe create uh, an option here for the current pro tem to get some extended power so at least they can move things move things through uh, the House. But I just saw something coming out of uh, NBC. We're talking about Representative McHenry apparently said in a closed-door meeting that he might resign as Speaker pro tem if Republicans try to push him to move uh, legislation on the floor to give him these temporary powers, which was interesting because even former Speaker Paul Ryan was talking about that option uh, recently this week uh, on campus at Harvard as he talked about
0: this situation going on in the House. It is a messy situation and chaotic. I think you're, you're right. So speaking of the president, uh, he will give a speech tonight. And speaking of Israel, what impact could the Israeli-Hamas war have on the election as the president looks ahead to 2024? So it's hard to say, right, because
1: we're a year away from that election. But clearly it shows how... Issues can pivot and move and change what the current conversation is going to be. Uh, We're learning a little bit more about what the president is going to say tonight uh, based on something he posted on Twitter saying, quote, quote, we are at a global inflection point that is bigger than party or politics. So right there, he already recognizes how political this issue can be going into the election year. But he lists three things that we're going to hear about tonight. Hamas's terrorist attacks on Israel, the need for humanitarian assistance in Gaza, and Russia's ongoing brutal war against Ukraine. So three big, heavy topics that will take up time and energy, not only from the president, but also dollars when he's talking about how to provide either some sort of uh, support here, humanitarian aid. Uh, And John, even as we speak about this topic, a U.S. Navy warship has intercepted multiple Multiple missiles in the Middle East, these missiles apparently uh, believed to be fired by militants backed by Iran. So you have really a lot of moving pieces going on here uh, that can occupy the President's time, his team around what has become a very serious issue uh, that is already sparking protests and debate around the country. And while Politics will be part of this because it is an election year. I think the president is also looking within his own party where Democrats will want a certain direction from him. Uh, Representative Mark Pocan, who is from the Madison area, he already issued a release today. I'm trying to find some of the things that he said there. Uh, and, and really indicating to the president that he would like to see more on the humanitarian aid, uh, and is calling for ceasing all hostilities on both sides, so sort of a, a timeout here. Let's deal with the humanitarian aid, and this is the line that the president is going to have to walk to. Tonight, How does he move forward with his decades of experience in this area and on this topic that can find either a ceasefire solution, address the humanitarian aid, and this horrific situation that we're seeing coming out with the a war between Israel and Hamas?
0: Charles Benson with us. Charles, one more political question related to this. His strength has been as an elected official in foreign policy, and it has been for decades. None of us want war, but could this end up being politically good for the president? The economy isn't doing great. The stock market's terrible, blah, blah, blah. But if he shows strength on the foreign policy front, could this end up being a good thing for the president? So when polls are taken, people look at
1: how people respond. How is the president doing on these issues? And I haven't seen any early polling on how people uh, see his response to the Israeli-Hamas war. But you're right on the other front, Bidenomics. Uh, the president continues to see low numbers. People just do not give him uh, any credit for the way the economy is the way he is trying to address the economic concerns around inflation and and so that part of the equation has already been baked in and he has seen poll numbers I just saw new numbers out of the swing states Wisconsin being one of them right now and it doesn't look good for the president uh the former president looks much better I saw one poll that said it's 47 to 43 percent in a seven state poll with a margin of error one percent Wisconsin was one of those
0: states TMJ Ford chief political reporter Charles Benson always good perspective Charles thank you so much you're welcome